Okay, so guitar. Okay, so um, let's start with this. What's, what's your name? Putin. Uh, where were you going? Who were you going with? It's me, Alex. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got, got to get it. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got, got to get it. My mother went away for a month long trip. Hunting some friends on an ocean liner ship. She made a big mistake by leaving me home. I had to roam, so I picked up the phone. Got Ali up to see what was going down. Told him I'd pick him up so we could drive around. Took the Dodge Dart, a 74. My mother left the yard, but I needed one more. Shaheed had me covered with a hundred green backs. So we left Brooklyn and we made big tracks. Drove down the belt, got all the conduit. Came to a toe, we paid and went through it. Had no destination, we was on a quest. Ali laid in the back so he can get rest. Drove down the road for two days and a half. The sun had just risen on a dusty path. Just then a big jump had caught my eye. A mirror for Sabrero who was four feet high. I pulled over to ask where we was at. His index finger, he tipped off his hat. El Segundo, he said, my name is Pedro. If you need directions, I'll tell you pronto. Need a civilization, some sort of reservation. He said a mile south, there's a fast food station. Thanks to y'all as I started the motor, Ali said, Damn, what you drive so far for? Well, describe to me what the wallet looks like. Anyway, a gas station we passed. We got gas and went on to get grub. It was a nice little pub in the middle of nowhere. Anywhere would have been better. I ordered enchiladas and I ate them. Ali had the fruit punch. When we finished, we thought for ways to get back. I had a hunch. Ali said, pay for lunch. So I did it. Pulled out the wallet and I saw this wicked, beautiful lady. She was a waitress there. Put the wallet down and stared and stared to put me back into reality. Here's Shahid. Yo, tip man, you got what you need? I checked for keys and started to step. Well, what do you know? My wallet, I forget. Yo, it was a brown wallet. Had props numbers. Had my Jimmy hats. I gotta get it, man. Lord, have mercy. The heat got hotter. Ali starts to curse me. I feel bad, but he make me feel better. Chit, chit, chatter. Car starts to scatter. Breaking on out, we was northeast bound. Jetting on down at the speed of sound. Three days coming and three more going. We get back and there was no slack. 490 Madison, we're here, shy. He said, all right, Chip, see you tomorrow. Thinking about the past week, the last week. Hands go in my pocket, I can't speak. Hop in the car and torpedo to the shack. The Shaheen, we gotta go back. When he said why, I said, we gotta go. Cause I left my wallet in El Segundo. Yeah, I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it, I got got to get it. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go.
it's showtime, everybody. And it's live and it's in color. Welcome back to an all new I'm Just Talking, the podcast hosted by yours truly, Brent Reed, here on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and coming soon one day will be none other than Spotify. Uh, we also are on Instagram going live. Hey, Instagram. As we um, say goodbye to 2019. It's the last show of 2019. We'll be back in 2018. Um be glued to the streets and see what's going on everybody to see when said show returns um but yeah take december off there's nothing to talk about in december what is there to talk about you know uh january's perfect to come back nfl playoffs college football playoffs the nba is finally starting i know what i just said um nascar even you know everything just ramps back up in january so you can come back in january and have a little fun uh today's show uh music wise will be songs that from artists i my favorite artists i can't play everybody because that would only be the show will be too long. So we're only going to, you know, if you're listening on said podcast today from the uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, or Google Play, you can hear the songs. You have to bear with me today. Um, the first cold of the winter is trying to attack me. So I drank some tea this morning. I have, uh, took some night cold last night, which like put me in a different stratosphere, man. I just passed out. And then when I woke up, I was so dried out. I don't know if you ever taken it before, but it just dries you out. So whatever, like, like, mucus was built up in your body or whatever fluid you ever had night cold just takes it all away and I just woke up like I thought something was, I, I had to keep I, 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 the only time I've ever woken up like that is I was hung over and at least the night before I had fun last night I just played the game and passed out playing the game in front of the teacher in front of the TV just controller in hand drool everywhere but <laughs> but no um I feel I'm feeling good got a little strength I'm probably drink another cup of tea get me going get some orange juice get some electrolytes in me um you know busy day gotta gotta get going gotta gotta stay pumped can't get sick can't get sick anywho anywho uh this past week just like last week the Callen cop it seems like Callie Kaepernick, for good or bad, sticks around like a bad fungus. You know what I mean? Like, when this whole thing started, and if you never know where it will set you up, um, three, four years ago, Kaepernick decided he was going to take a knee to take a stand for people of injustice getting shot down and gunned down in the street. Cool. Fives. But since then, it seems like... Not everybody, and let me be clear, not everybody, but some want to use because they're black as an excuse why things just don't happen. Sometimes you're just not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you're just not any good. Sometimes you're just bad. Sometimes you just can't play. So the reason why I'm bringing this up, and because you remember, if you remember last week, the defensive player for the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, went full mental dumb and tried to take the helmet off of the quarterback uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers and crack him in the head. 
like it was a, a script out of something out of WWE. You try to bust him in the head. So if you look and now, so Miles Garrett apparently has been suspended. He's done. He's done for the year. The guy's like fifth in sacks to she's got tens. He was having a fantastic year. Contrary to the fact that his team is trash. He was having a fantastic year. And then he just loses his mind. Instead of him just um, fessing up and saying, hey, man, my bad. Now he's claiming that the quarterback, Rudolph, said a racial slur to him. Said a racial slur. That is the, that is the ultimate black cop-out move. Anytime something happens to a black person, it's obviously racist. It's obviously racist. Not the fact that Miles Garrett tackled this guy at the end of the game when they were blowing out the Steelers, pinned him to the ground, and then like laid on top of him for like an unnecessary period of time. Now, did, did Rudolph grab Garrett by his face mask? Yeah, he did. He honestly, he did, because he wanted the man to get off of him. Yo, get off of me, man. So, we need to stop this foolishness. Now, I, if you've never seen me, because you're not watching me on Instagram, shout out to uh, Allie and DJ Chase, but um, I am a person of color, and I, I, I can count on my hands the amount of times where racism has affected me in my life. You know how many times that is, kids? Twice. That's it. Any other time is either I'm just not qualified or I was speeding. I never got pulled over because, hey, that Negro over there is driving too quick. No, I was doing 80 in a 65. I should have been pulled over. It's just that fair. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, we need to get better. And if you pay attention to history, and that's why I always tell everybody, you got to learn. Everybody wants to fall asleep in history class, but if you stay awake and you learn, you won't repeat the stuff of yesterday. You won't make those same mistakes. Bef- you know, when Muhammad Ali did what he did, if you remember correctly, it wasn't because he was black. It was because he chose not to go to Vietnam. That could have been anybody. You get what I'm saying? Like, they gave Elvis an ultimatum. Elvis Presley, the king, everybody. If you don't know Elvis, Elvis is white. They gave Elvis ultimatum. You either go and fight or go and stand there or, guess what, Elvis? We're going to strip you of everything that you have. Elvis went, and Elvis never fought anybody. He just performed the whole time. I'm pretty So, in, in the case of Ali... It was actually best because it ended the draft, you know what I'm saying, and it ended a, uh, uh, um, it stopped, it was the beginning to stop a, a, a war that made zero sense, but he was standing, and, and not to mention, he wasn't on whatever social media platform it was at the time, grandstanding or looking for hope or, 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 or constantly poking the bear. Everybody's surprised that Colin Kaepernick didn't get a phone call this week. I wonder why. He told him, after he did the practice, he stood there and looked the NFL in the face and was like, now you best to call me. Bruh, the NFL is not a government job. They're not required to hire you. It's an independent entity. And when you in, and when, if, if you don't reflect whatever that independent entity doesn't want, you won't be there. You can, Colin, there's plenty of other working forces out there if you really want to work. If you really want to play, you can have the highest rated football game ever if Colin Kaepernick took Terrell Owens, 
few other retired players and played a pickup game for charity. That game would blow up. Every network would pick that game up. You could put it on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, and that game would blow up, and that would send a message. That would honestly send a message, but no. We have to constantly complain what we don't have instead of just building on something that you could have. I can complain and say why nobody wants to watch my show, but I don't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I just keep building. That's what you do. You got to keep building. You don't look for an invisible racist boogeyman to stop you. And that that crap earlier this week with T.O. said that Stephen Ace, that Max Kellerman, who I love and respect and think he should never leave television, was more black than Stephen A. Smith, was the dumbest statement of all time. And I'm a huge Terrell Owens fan, but I lost respect from him that day. You don't say no dumb thing like that, man. You just don't. You would never, you would never, in any form of of entertainment or whoever, you wouldn't hear... um, uh, another person of a different race say that to a per you know what I'm saying? You would never hear that. You won't hear um you wouldn't hear uh, 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 I can't think of everybody white right now. This is the saddest state the saddest thing. You wouldn't hear George Clooney tell Ben Affleck, man, you ain't white enough. <laughs> like where do we get this foolishness from? If black people pay attention, we have become our 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 enemy. We have become the person. We're the racist people that stop each other. It's no longer the boogie boogie white man has he's 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 no longer around. He's dead. You got a couple fools out there, but they ain't got no power. They just some idiots driving around the truck. But for our own people, we tell. Are we don't we don't encourage our kids to pursue things outside of uh, common labor, and there's nothing wrong with common labor. It really isn't. If that's the only job you can get, God bless you, brother. But while we should be telling our kids while they're in school, hey, it's time to pursue. Why don't you look and becoming a lawyer? Why don't you read more? How about that? Get your ass off of Instagram and Facebook and stop worrying about how many tattoos you want to add to your body at 15, and you read more. That should be the encouraging thing. You uplift from within. Stop looking from some 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 secret source. Everybody's waiting for God to give them a message. God gives you the knowledge. It's in your hands. Use Google for research instead of looking for where the latest twerk video. Unless you know, you know, fifteen minutes of pleasure. <laughs> the the there isn't you know the the. It has always been this way. <clears throat> and, and, you know, I know everybody wants to say, hey, we started, you know, behind the eight ball, which we did. But we've come a long way where we don't have to no longer be behind the eight ball. The fact I have to listen to people complain that Kanye West made a, a, a religious record and then call it trash. I promise you if Kanye West made a religious record and put Megan Thee Stallion on it and Nicki Minaj and it was twerking for Jesus, it'd be the number one song in America. I guarantee it. Put money on it. So, I had to get that off my chest. If I'm going to finish 2019 strong, that's how I'm going to finish 2019. All right. So, check it out. We're going to come back the rest of the show. I promise you it'll be a lot light. 
and I will go back attacking the good old-fashioned NFL and the good old-fashioned college football as we discuss, um, as we break down the Heisman Trophy and the league MVP, all right? Um, also, I have some promotion. I got to scroll back up. Uh, we're going to come back to the promotion, but my man DJ Chase is back on the radio. We're going to touch on that in the next segment here on I'm Just Talking, which I have a mega announcement in the third segment about the show. All right. So stay tuned. If you're listening to or if you're listening and not watching on Instagram, we're going to queue up some tunes real quick. Little my, my, one of my favorite rappers of all time. It's up in the air. Who's better? Biggie or Pac is always up in the air. Biggie's starting to lead the way for me because Biggie, was, he just painted stories so beautifully. But we're going to throw in some little Notorious B.I.G. as the Notorious Showtime takes a quick break. All right, everybody. Oh, here you go. DJ Chase on EAM um, e Radio, Monday to Friday, 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock in um, Connecticut. Are you in Connecticut? I can't see anymore, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Uh... Let's go. As we proceed to give you what you need, now five more get live on the Cause they don't get nothing but penetration Unless it smells like sanitation Garbage I turn like doorknobs Heartthrob never Black and ugly as ever However, I stay coochie down to the socks Rings and watch filled with rocks And my jam not in your Mitsubishi Girls creepy when they see me Navajos creep me in they teepee As I lay down laws like island coppin' Stop it, if you think they're gonna make a profit Don't see my ones, don't see my guns, get it? Now tell your friends, Papa, hit it Then split it in two As I flow with the junior mafia I don't know what the hell's stopping ya I'm clocking ya, Versace shade watching ya Once you grin, I'm in, game begins First I talk about how I dress is this And diamond necklaces, stretch lexuses The sex is just immaculate From the back I get deeper and deeper Help you reach the climax that your man can't make Call him, tell him you be home real late And sing the break, uh I got that good love, girl, you didn't know Check it out. Man, Biggie was such a beast. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching me on Instagram, you're like, yo, you why is he talking about Biggie Small? Why is he talking about Biggie? Because I want you to listen on the podcast on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, or Google Play. And um, I almost dropped the mic. <laughs> 
too soon to drop the mic. But you can hear some of the best music of all time, kids. I'm here to try to tell you. You can hear some of the best music of all time. But in any case, uh, I started to think. I changed the whole show up today because I, I needed to think. And I realized that I'm not sure how the NCAA or college football goes about choosing the Heisman Trophy winner. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know what the qualifications are. I'm not going to pretend. I'm never going to look it up. I don't feel like it because I want to rant and I want to be upset. The Heisman Trophy and the NFL MVP Award are the biggest force awards I've ever seen because they really don't reward the best players. They reward the quarterback and sometimes a running back. But mainly a quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, like the last three Heisman Trophy winners were all quarterbacks. Like defensive players don't even get a knock on the door. You know what I'm saying? What was it like the last defensive Heisman Trophy with Charles Wilson or Rod Woodson, one of the Woodsons back in the 90s? And before him was probably somebody from the 30s? I'm not looking up. I don't have a research department and it takes too much time. My rant will be more important today. <laughs> but I looked, I did some looking and. The Heisman Trophy candidates this year, before I touch on the NFL, the Heisman Trophy candidates this year are a who's who from the SEC, the Pac-12, the Pac-10, and the Big Ten. That's it. No, uh, no other conference is considered. None of the other schools are considered. It's just the same group of people. Why? What's? How do you call? How do you narrow down the best college player? In the entire scope of college sports, where there's over a hundred teams, to just like five divisions. I mean, yep, five divisions and a couple players here and there. It's it just doesn't make sense. So I looked it up. I did some homework. Has anybody heard of Anthony Gordon? Probably not, because he has panels to talk about. Anthony Gordon has over four thousand two hundred yards, forty-five touchdowns. The guy is second. Second in yards. He is um, third in touchdowns. He plays for Washington State. Nobody seems to care. Another player. Has anybody heard of Malcolm Perry? No. Malcolm Perry is fifth in rushing yards in all college sports. He plays for Navy. Nobody talks about him. Why aren't these guys up for consideration for this award, this such prestigious award. Why is it the same who's who? Who makes these damn decisions? Because if you look at it, it's basically like in wrestling. In wrestling, there's hundreds of wrestlers, but every year or every month, it's the same five guys that are always up for the championship. If you watch wrestling, stick with me for a second. You're never going to see Zack Ryder go for the WWE title. Not going to happen. <laughs> it's always the same guys. And in college football, it's the same thing. Go play here, you'll be nominated. Go play here, you'll be nominated. It doesn't mean that these guys are the best NFL prospects. It means you're the best college player of the time. Look at the NFL. The NFL MVP award either goes to, has gone to MVP, I mean, has gone to quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. The last running back to win the MVP award, I want to say, is LaDainian Thomas. That was in 2001. Or something like that. Why don't defensive players get to consideration? Without the defense, hell, there is no offense. And there's been some damn good defensive players in the last few years that should have gotten consideration or should just have won the award. Game changers. Hell, clearly a 
Um, Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best players in the league. Without him, the Dallas Cowboys will be irrelevant. Because I don't have zero faith in Dak Prescott. I don't care what any of you say. But why isn't he getting in consideration? If you listen, it's the same people. It's Russell Wilson. It's um, Deshaun Jackson. It's now um, the kid. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. Deshaun Wilson. There's two Wilson. Stick with me. Aaron Rodgers. The, the list is, oh, and now Christopher McCaffrey. He's the only running back anybody talks about. Nobody talks about Dev, the Devin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings, who's behind Christian McCaffrey and has said team in playoff hunt. Unlike Christian McCaffrey's team, who's going backwards. Or nobody talks about Michael Thompson, wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints, who has had two quarterbacks, two, count them, two quarterbacks um, throw to him. The guy has over 100, where is that? He has over 148 more yards than the next person behind him and hasn't dropped a pass since last year. Where's the decision-making going? It's just frustrating. It would be nice to know how these thoughts go into effect. Who makes these decisions? Who picks these top? Who picks these players? I think we need more clarity, people. I'm going to come back next year. I'm going to have said clarity because I will do my research. I'm going to go to um, the the Library of Congress. I'm going to search the Himalayas. I will, I will dive deep into the ocean past the Titanic to get said answers. I will talk to Poseidon himself. We must know. We need answers, everybody. It's not the impeachment that's important. It's who makes the decisions for the Heisman Trophy in the NFL MVP. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is what America needs. Anyway, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to wrap the show up um, in the last segment. Uh, great players. We're going to touch on the NFL did its top 100 greatest players list. Jim Brown, obviously, number one, obviously. But the question, to tickle you a little bit, the question is... Why in baseball and football are we so certain who the greatest players are? But in the NBA, it's always a question mark. Michael Jordan, but... So, I'll uh, give my point on that. Why I keep hitting stuff? Anyway, I'm just talking. We'll be right back. One of my eyelids uh-huh. Wanna copy me And do exactly like I did yeah, Try yeah. sit And get fucked up Worse than my life is uh-huh. My brain's dead weight I'm trying to get my head straight But I can't figure out Which Spice Girl I wanna impregnate uh-huh. And Dr. Dre said Slim Shady You a basic Uh-uh so Watch your face red Man you wasted Well since age 12 I felt like I'm someone else Cause I hung my original self From the top bunk With a belt Got pissed off And ripped Pamela Lee's tips off And smacked it so hard I knocked the clothes back Was like Chris Paul Shady, wait a minute, that's my girl, dawg I don't give a fuck, God sent me to piss the world off
Alright everybody, thank you all for either watching or listening to the show today. It's been fun, passionate show. Way to end the last show of the year. So, big announcement uh, for those of you that care. If you don't care, big deal. Show will be changing its name. Officially, going to make things a little bit easier for some of you out there because apparently you have difficulty understanding I have two shows. So on YouTube, I've had a show, uh, Downright Sports, for the last four or five years now. I've been doing Downright Sports on YouTube. Um, I decided to do the podcast because I like to just rant on YouTube. I don't want to, you know, people don't want to look at you that long. So we're going to make things easier. Everything will be on one umbrella. So there still will be Downright Sports on YouTube, but now there will be Downright Sports Radio. Huh? Or Downright Sports Podcast. Downright Sports Radio. I'll figure it out. But either way, it's going to be one name, one title, one team, one dream, and it'll be a lot easier for those of you out there that can't figure out that I have two different damn shows. So we're going to keep it one umbrella. So come in in 2020, new names, new face, everything. What? New face? Did I fire myself? What? <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening or watching. Uh, subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcast. Subscribe, leave a comment, leave five stars. Good God, I can't keep telling you people this. If you're listening on SoundCloud or Google Play, let's do the same thing. Just leave a like. Tell me what you think. Uh, coming next year, we're going to have a lot of different type of shows. We're going to try to experiment. We have um, a very special show where we're going to. Um, I'm going to interview. Um, a good friend of mine who's an artist. Um, little you know, little little taste of a treat, but it's going to be fun, a little in depth. It's going to be different. It won't be sports based. I think she grew up rooting for uh the Patriot. I mean, um, uh the 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 red the. Red Sox, good God almighty, man She grew up for the Red Sox But uh, we're going to just, you know, talk about her life Art, the different forms of art Because this is an art form According to her Her art, I feel, is more in, in depth And people connect with it more Because people see things through painting And it's it's therapeutic and stuff like that So we're going to uh, have her on That's going to be fun We're also going to have some pop-up shows And Hopefully, you know, the show just keeps growing and getting better. That's the idea, just keep growing, man. Keep growing. Don't get stagnant. Keep growing. Keep fighting. Look for something to achieve every day. That's what you want to do. Um, so, I've been playing music today of people who are of artists I think are great. If you don't like the songs, I'm sorry. Suck it. But, um, Biggie Smalls, Eminem, Jay-Z, and Tamiya Tribe Called Quest changed the landscape of hip-hop and took rap in different directions this is not the, the, the topic of today but i just want to get this off my chest if you rap may be the only genre of music where there's so many different avenues you have your aggressive hip rap you have your spiritual hip-hop you know word spoken peaceful political uh you know different things where people could touch on and connect with and unlike other forms of music country music is the closest and i know nobody likes it but to tell you the truth country music and rap have so much in common i hear more country music now because of my girlfriend because she loves country music but you can learn to you can you can i love music so i listen to a lot of her stuff and you can hear the similarities you know pain is pain passion is passion and it comes through it's not pop music man it's not something that just make your head go beady 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 it's you know it's words it's thoughts it's storytelling that's what music always used to be it used to be a story to be told if you couldn't make a movie you can make a song 
So <laughs> that's what that was. But uh, the NFL did its 100 uh, top 100 all team all time all time 100 team whatever. Jim Brown obviously number one. So it made me look at things a little bit closely. So. We can all, everybody can definitively just give Jim Brown a number one swag. There hasn't been a player since Jim Brown, probably, that has come close. Not one. Not one. Jim Brown, some say, did it on his own. Barry Sanders may be the closest, in so many people's opinion. Maybe, but Jim Brown took. And everybody took his team to championships. And, you know, uh, Barry did not, unfortunately. But if you look at all the if you look at the top four leagues, football, ba- uh, baseball, hockey, and basketball, football, baseball, and hockey, everybody hands down goes, Jim Brown, greatest football player, Babe Ruth, greatest baseball player, um, Wayne Gretzky, greatest hockey player. No question. Why? Faces of the league. Check. Change the league, check. Most dominant person at that time and still to this day, check. They still, their numbers are still in the top four, check. Now we go to basketball, where every week, and and when it comes to basketball, the conversation goes, well, Jordan's the best, but there's LeBron, but there's Magic, but there's Bird. Nobody says, but there's Bird, but there's Wilt. Why is basketball so hard to narrow down? Is it because the game evolves so much? The game of ba- football is still get the ball up the field, score a touchdown. Football is still uh, put the ball either in the running back's hand or the quarterback throws it. Football is still either you got a great defense or your defense is trash. Baseball is still see ball, hit ball, pitch ball. Uh, hockey is still get the ball, get the puck in the goal. You know what I'm saying? But basketball, on the other hand, has changed so much. It went from being just give the ball to the big man, let him go down low, to uh, the mid-range jumper, to the three-point shot now being the way of the game, to ISO basketball. So it's like, what describes greatness in the NBA? I always say it's a person who changed the game forever. And honest to God, Michael Jordan did that. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird made the game popular. They did. They, Hulk Hogan, the NBA, they made it must watch. They made it fun. They made it sexy. But Jordan made it culturally acceptable. Michael, Because of Michael Jordan, sneakers are popular. You could say... It was when Run DMC made Adidas. No, it's Jordan. It's the Jordans. It's Jays. Everybody wants a pair of Jays. You a sucker if you don't want a pair of Jays. The only reason why you don't want a pair of Jays because you just feel like you can't afford them. But Jays are the Jordan ain't played in twenty years, and the Jordans are still the top selling sneaker in the world. Everybody wants a pair of Michael Jordans. There are kids that never saw him play, and they want his sneaker. Check. When every time someone goes, man, or it would be like to see Jordan play against that guy. Check. And not to mention, when you played, you won. So the question of LeBron being 
the Michael Jordan, next Michael Jordan. Nah, man, LeBron's in the category. He's next tier. He's Magic. He's Bird. He's Will. He's uh, Shaq. He's Kareem. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, um, Abdul Jabbar. He's those guys. He's Kobe. Next tier. 20, 30 years from now, ain't nobody going to be watching. Nobody's looking to wear LeBron's. Now, LeBron, to his credit, is trying to make himself relevant beyond his NBA days, going into movies, going into other projects. He's doing it in a different way. But he's making you accept him. Jordan just played ball and wore a sneaker and did a couple silly-ass commercials. (laughs) They wanted Mike. You know what I'm saying? You know, Haynes... Underwear became one of the most popular underwear because I'm like, guys wanted to be bald headed because of Mike. You know how many black bald headed men popped up in the 90s? More than you know. Every brother was bald. Now every brother's trying to hold on to his hair with that fake uh, synthetic hair. But Mike was like, you know, I'm losing my hair. Cut it off. I'm Mike. You feel me? Like, Mike changed the game forever. And they will never. Be I, I I'm going on record. There'll never be another Babe Ruth. There'll never be another Jim Brown. There'll never be another Michael Jordan. Honestly, I think in the NFL they need to retire Jim Brown number forty four. That should never be worn again. I think in baseball they should retire Babe Ruth's number of number three. That should never be worn again. I think in basketball it's time to retire twenty three. And I think it's time to retire Wayne Gretzky's ninety nine. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's time to. Respect these players and put them in a different category and honor them because these are the guys that made Wayne Gretzky was must watch, baby. People wanted to watch hockey just catch a glimpse of the great one. Babe Ruth is the reason he single handedly changed sports. He made he turned it into sports entertainment. You know what I'm saying? That like he did that. So I don't know. I'm gonna do that to podcasting. I'm be the I'm be the Jordan of podcasting. I don't want anybody to go cop my shoes. That's how I'm gonna look at it. Anyway, enjoy, subscribe, happy turkey day. Um I'll be back next year in twenty twenty. All new show title, Downright Sports Radio or Downright Sports Podcast. Probably radio just sounds better. We're gonna come, we're gonna be back with that. Um Thank you all for listening this year. It's been fun. A lot of ups and downs, but we'll be back next year. More ups, more ups, baby. We're coming back for y'all, all right? And um, be safe out there. Enjoy your family. Peace and blessings. And as always, deuces. See ya. Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get them again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good, but it's long, this hood. Oh, this pop, this hot, or this strong. With so many different flows, this one's for this song. The next one I switch up, this one will get bit up. These fucks too lazy to make up shit, they crazy, they don't. Paint pictures, they just trace me, you know what? Soon they forget where they club. They hold style from the try to reverse the outcome. I'm like, huh? 
I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brother Bigging up my barrel, I'm big enough to do it I'm that barrel, plus I know my own flow is foolish So the rings and things you sing about, bring them out It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth I'm in new sneakers, new seaters, few divas What more can I tell you? Let me spell it for you W-I-L-L-I-E Nobody truer than H-O-V And I'm back for more New York's ambassador Prime Minister Back to finish my business up Even if they patrol, I make payroll Ben's paid for, friends they roll Private jets down the Turks and Caicos Chris Caselos, I don't give a shit Nigga, one life to live, I can't let a day go by Without me being fly, fresh to death Head to toe to the day I rest And I don't wear jerseys, I'm 30 plus Give me a crisp pair of jeans, nigga, button ups S-dots on my feet, make my sight complete what more can I say? Google play the beat. <laughs> we gon' let this ride into the hook. I'ma snap my fingers on this. What more can I say to you? Get my grown man on. Let's go. Now you know your ass is willy when they got you in the mag. Feel like half a billy and your ass ain't lily. White, that mean that shit you write must be illy. Either that or your flow is silly. It's both. I don't mean to boast, but damn if I don't brag Them crackers gon' act like I ain't on the ass The Martha Stewart that's far from Jewish Far from a Harvard student, just had the balls to do it And no, I'm not through with it, in fact, I'm just previewing it This ain't the show, I'm just EQing it One, two, when I won't stop abusing it The groupie girl, stop false accusing it Back to the music, the Maybach roof is translucent Niggas got a problem, Houston <laughs> What up, B? They can't shut up me. Shut down I, not even P.E. I'm a ride. God forgive me for my brash delivery. But I remember vividly what these streets did to me. So picture me, let these clowns nitpick at me. Paint me like a pickany. I would literally kiss T.T. in the forehead. Tell her, please forgive me to squeeze into your forehead. I'm not the one to score points off. In fact, I got a joint to knock your points off. Young, over the guard, nigga, blasphemy. I'm at the Trump International, ask for me. I ain't never scared. I'm everywhere, you ain't never there. Nigga, why would I ever care? Pound for pound, I'm the best to ever come around here. Excluding nobody, look what I embody. The soul of a hustler, I really ran the street. A CEO's mind, that marketing plan with me. And no, I ain't get shot up a whole bunch of times. I'll make up shit in a whole bunch of lines And I ain't animated like say a Busta Rhyme But the real shit you get when you bust down my lines Add that to the fact I went plat a bunch of times Times that by my influence on pop culture I supposed to be number one on everybody list We'll see what happens when I no longer exist Fuck this What more can I say?